0: Hey everyone, this is Yaru with a little pre-intro. So I really enjoyed recording this episode and I got a lot of feedback from it. Um, And there's also been a lot of people who have this year taken my questioning social media class and enjoyed it and had questions about that. So um, in in the joy of all of that and the sharing and also the things that we discussed in the Embodied Business Community this month, I decided to offer something called Create and Launch, which is going to be a four-week live program starting on July 5th, in which I'm going to lead you through the process of creating your own class or course. And so, yeah, you will get access to um, all the pre-recorded videos. There's going to be about 16 of them. And I'm going to share my screen and really take you step-by-step through everything that I've done and... I'm doing at the moment and then we'll also have weekly live classes on a Monday UK evening and those are there for questions, for getting feedback, for meeting other like-minded people. They'll be recorded in case you can't make it and I think that should be really fun. So at the moment I'm teaching the web design adventure in the same four-week process and it's just such a joy to see that like this short burst of life classes um, and people going through an experience together can make it so so much easier to actually do the thing so if you are listening to this because you've been wanting to create your own class or evergreen course for a while then i really invite you to check that out it is on an early bird pricing for 180 dollars until june 18th which happens to be the day that i'm having surgery again and to be honest i just kind of like the idea of um knowing that I am supported in my work in that way maybe that's a vulnerable and weird thing to say I don't think so actually but I've just been really enjoying teaching this class this month and I know this is going to be something that I'm really going to look forward to before I'm diving back into a design work uh, with clients later in the month so yeah please consider that I think it's going to feel really great um, at the end of August early September to have a class ready to go as the world is kind of shifting into this back-to-school vibe um, that's often happening around that time of the year. So yeah, um, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to share the episode with you now. Hey, everyone. My name is Yaru, and you're listening to the Embodied Business Podcast. Ooh, I'm excited for this episode. Um, creating small, evergreen products is something... That I've really enjoyed and I'm really excited for more people to get into this as well and I hope that by the end of this episode you'll feel clear and confident about what the next steps are. Before I dive deeper I want to share two exciting updates. The first one is that I'm offering a free summer retreat on the 24th of and 25th of July. That's a weekend and it will be the afternoon in UK time so I think from kind of two to seven UK time. <laughs> so should, that that should cover a broad range of time zones, hopefully, um, at least for some of the sessions that I'll be hosting. And I think it's really gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I wanna kind of hold a space for people to come together and really implement something bigger, right? I feel that we are, we are you know, we have a difficult year behind us And very often people have found that they haven't had a chance to kind of engage and work with the bigger picture or the bigger vision that they're holding for their work, which makes total sense. And it's also the reason why I want us to come together and kind of share notes, feel less alone and have this kind of gentle accountability of a group to feel that we have a sense of forward movement again. So I'll be offering um, some short meditations that I guided, some journaling. Um, I'm going to share a workshop on my new root bloom, root stem bloom um, framework, which is a really lovely value-based framework of yeah, developing things in a really um, in a sustainable and regenerative way. Uh, I think I'm waffling, but I am excited about it. <laughs> And, and I think it will be really useful um, to do that with us. So if you feel called, please join us. I'll link to that in the show notes. It's free. Um, you'll get to know really beautiful, amazing people, some of which are in my embodied business community. And I'll share a lot of tools and we'll also have some co-working time so that you can really implement what we're talking about. And it's not just another workshop um, that you come to feel overwhelmed by and then kind of forget about. So yeah, it's going to be great. The second update is that I'm offering a free intro to branding workshop on June 7th. Um, As promised, the free monthly workshops are a thing again. Um, Teaching about web design as an intro last month was really, really fun. Um, And so yeah, there'll be lots more topics coming up and you can get on my newsletter list to hear about all of them. But for now, June 7th is the next one coming up. All right, let's get into it. So how to create and launch a small evergreen product. I want to begin by talking about why I love them so much and why you might want to have them in your business as well. So firstly, they are a relatively small or low commitment, both in you making it, but also in people buying it. So if you haven't created a bigger course yet, they're just such a beautiful thing to kind of play with and experiment with and invite people to support your way. Your work in that way. And even if you have a bigger course, I had bigger courses before, I had a small class, um, they're just really fun to add, and it's really nice, I think, to be able, that was my dog, <laughs> to be able to meet people at different stages in their openness to working with you. That was a long, weird sentence, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, maybe you have a bigger course already, um, and it's not quite right for everyone in your audience and maybe having a smaller evergreen product like a class or workbook um, could be a nice way of offering something different. And if you haven't got a bigger co- uh, course yet, then you know even better, then that will be a stepping stone for you may- maybe developing one in the future. Another thing I love about them is that they give us a chance to teach something in a kind of bite-sized, but more in-depth than social media kind of way, right? So I think um, I think we've come become used to kind of receiving information kind of through scrolling through a feed. And I think there's something beautiful in taking kind of one step forward and committing to something like an hour-long class where we're going a little bit deeper and we're really getting to pay attention and to learn something that we will um, integrate into our lives. Um, and so a, sh- a small class where you're teaching something that you're really passionate about is such a great way of doing that. I also think that this is a nice way for you to practice teaching. And again, if you haven't gone gotten a bigger quiz yet, then teaching just one small class might be a great way for you to get a feeling for how people receive the information that you're sharing um, and how you can maybe tailor it to what would be easiest or most accessible for people to receive and that's obviously so unique for each of us um and finally it can also be a really nice gift so if you are have if you have a podcast for example and you want to invite someone that you don't know yet you could say hey you know i've been following your work i really enjoy it i would love to talk to you on my podcast but for you to have a chance to also get to know my work and decide if this is right for you um, here's a free code to my class it's just a nice gesture you know they, they might or might not might need it or would have paid for it but that's not the point you're just being kind and having like a smaller class that you can easily give away for like that I think it's a really beautiful thing um, to have on the internet basically all right so so these are the reasons why I think this is a great idea The next thing I wanna talk about is finding a topic. So here are a few questions that I would invite you to ask yourself if you're not sure about what your topic could be. The first one is, what do you get questions about all the time? So thinking about how people engage with you on social media, what kind of questions you get in real life, what people maybe ask you at a dinner party about your work, um, what do you really love talking about? Or what do you wish you had known five years ago? So maybe this is something people don't even know to ask about. That could be a thing. But then it might be worth thinking about your younger self and how you came to this work and what you just really wish you had known sooner. And that could be the class that you make. I also think it's a great idea to ask, what is one thing that someone could maybe make in a weekend with your guidance? So... An example is my smaller class um, on branding with Canva, which teaches people how to put color palettes together, how to work with design elements and fonts and how to get started creating graphics in Canva. And so that's something that you can do in a weekend. So it's a smaller class and it's really practical. And so, yeah, think along those lines, Like, what could you share with people that they could implement in a weekend that would make a tangible difference to them? Um, And then finally, of course, what are you most passionate about, right? So I'm sure there's a story of how you came to do the work that you are doing today that's really close to your heart and really sit with that question, the story and the tools that kind of have helped you get there along the way and how could you share them. The next thing you probably want to think about is the right format and I really want to say here that it doesn't have to be video. It especially doesn't have to be video where you're facing the camera. So I think that is a big barrier for a lot of people because it is you know it can be fun maybe it is fun for you but but many people feel some hesitation around getting in front of the camera and it can be a little bit more work of editing and scripting and getting it right that kind of stuff so if you feel nervous about this just think about a different format and that could be audio i think there's a lot of topics where audio is a perfectly beautiful choice in fact i love learning through audio and sometimes even prefer it to video when there isn't something that I need to see so that I can understand it visually, then I would much prefer um, listening to it in my garden with my headphones on, looking at the sky and maybe pottering around a bit because I'm someone who learns much better in movement and kind of like being outside and doing something physically, physically than really sitting still and staring at the screen. So I think, you know, that might not be everyone, but this is something interesting to think about. How would you want to present your material and does it really have to be video? Another way of doing it is to have a video, but to uh, screen share slides. So this is something that I do um, for my web design course where I'm either sharing kind of behind the scenes of how I'm doing things in WordPress, or I have slides that I'm reading off of and people can kind of follow along with them but they could also just listen if they wanted to Um, and that makes it much easier for me at least to stay on track and in terms of what I want to talk about but also to not worry too much about what I'm looking like in that moment and if I have the right flattering camera angle and that kind of stuff so um, the slides kind of really help me to talk about what I want to go through but I don't read often word by word because I know my shit and so I just need these pointers as kind of like a framework to make sure I'm not <laughs> not waffling into a different into the distance, which I sometimes do. Um, and yeah, they're really fun um and easy to make for me. And then finally, you could also, of course, make a workbook, you know, or create something otherwise visual. like maybe you want to present like a photo series that's teaching people something or a guided meditation or a visualization or some other kind of how to guide, so don't limit yourself by the examples that I'm giving you here, right? Um. So thinking about accessibility, as I've already kind of touched on, can of course be important, and I think it's really important to me to look at accessibility from from like a holistic, multi-dimensional viewpoint because we we want to make sure that people who want to work with us can access our work but we also want to make sure that we can sustainably work in our businesses um which looks like different things you know at different points of course so yeah think about this um both from your audience and from your own perspective and there's of course also practical things that you can do so for example i use a software called weed um, to caption my videos. If you create audio, you can transcribe it. There's automated services for that. Now they're pretty affordable. So yeah, have we think about what your audience needs and how it would be easier for them to access what you have to share. Here's the technology that I use. So I use the QuickTime Player to record video or audio. And then like I said, I use read to add captions and that's written or spelled uh, VEed. Um, And I had like a month-long subscription. I got all my videos done for the new courses in March. um, And that was great. It was a really good experience. And then I sometimes use iMovie to tweak and cut my videos. And then I have my courses on Podia to actually deliver the thing. Um, Another workaround, or not workaround, it's just another solution, I guess, that's free because Podia isn't free. Podia is great in lots of ways. I really recommend it. Um, But if you have WordPress site and you don't have a budget for software, you could set up a WooCommerce digital product and then you could integrate that for free with MailerLite and accept payments through PayPal. So the process would then be you have a sales page on your WordPress site, this links to your WooCommerce product people check out, through the um, connection between WooCommerce and MailerLite they get an automated welcome email from MailerLite. Um, and that gives them access to your thing. And that could be, for example, an embedded video on a password-protected site. So in your welcome email, it would say something like, hey, thank you so much for uh, taking my class. Here's how you access it. This is the password. This is how you can work through it. Here's maybe an additional PDF. good luck (laughs) basically you know and I would probably also talk about how excited you feel that people you know get to experience the transformation what they can expect as an outcome maybe just to get them a little bit more hyped up even so yeah it's actually really much simpler than you probably think so there's lots of different free ways of doing this This as again just one example and obviously, launching is a big topic, so I just want to kind of cover my most important tips here to again, hopefully, make you feel that you can totally do this. Um, I think what's important to think about is your content, and I would recommend that you badge that. So you could maybe say, okay, I'm creating this class, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna prepare five different Instagram posts, and maybe gonna go live twice. And I'm going to send three newsletters just as an example, right? This could look totally different, doesn't matter. But really plan this out. Create a super simple Excel sheet and name where you're going to mention this new thing and where um, and how often. And with that, really remember that people have to see something many, many times until they decide. I think a really tricky beginner's mistake is to mention it once and then be like well I've said I taught I told them about it and they didn't buy it so maybe they just don't want it that is not how it works okay I'm so sorry this is super annoying for interwords. I know um but that's really not how the internet works you have to tell people several times and you can tell them about different angles and perspectives you can begin by telling them why you made it and then you could tell them about a testimonial and then you could tell them the kind of outcome that you're seeing people have after the class and then you could tell them um I don't know <laughs> something else right like you you can be creative just make sure that you're in the right headspace when you're batching um your launch content and make sure that you're committing to a schedule and that you either schedule those things in so that it can't go wrong or that you block time in your calendar to share about them as you have committed to I would also recommend that you make space for imposter syndrome that might come up my, my experience was when I first recorded my five my first class which is almost five years ago now I put so much energy into the production when it came to launching I was just exhausted and I didn't want to talk about it anymore and I just felt super shy and I wish I had anticipated that and put things in place for me um, to kind of you know, catch that feeling a little bit, I guess. So one thing I really love having now is a feedback folder where I um, save all the emails with positive feedback that I got. And when I feel a bit nervous about sharing something new, I go through the folder and I remind myself that my work matters and that has helped people and also that people have agency. If they don't want to do it, they won't do it. And that's fine, you know, so there's really nothing to worry about. And finally, another thing that you can do if you know that this is something that might come up for you is just to get an accountability body. So someone who really loves your work and who can exchange positive feedback with you. That doesn't mean you can't also share constructive criticism, of course, but find someone that you feel really comfortable and safe with who will cheer you on to actually share your thing when you're ready to share it. All right so one last thing I want to talk about is pricing and since we're talking about small evergreen products here my main takeaway is do not overthink this okay because I think the main thing if you're just trying this out and you haven't run a course before is just that it feels fun and you are feeling that you're being Respected and seen, and that people acknowledge the work that you've put into this, and that again could look like totally different things for you, right? So I don't want ever want to put a number on this year. It just really depends on um, how long you spend learning this thing. You know how much have you invested in getting to the point where you can teach this? How much have you put into the production of the class? How many spots do you expect to sell? And what do you need in order to feel safe and appreciated so I have recorded a class called questioning social media and it's currently $13 and it feels like a really fun and playful number it's not a big commitment um, on either side I've sold quite a few spots for it and people really liked it and made me happy it took just like half a day to make everyone has having fun you know (laughs) so that's great and I really really enjoy that so yeah um of course if you uh, are feeling worried um about pricing i I totally understand i think there isn't like a right or wrong way of doing it well maybe there's i I don't know sorry so anyway (laughs) what i'm trying to say is remember there's always options right you could have a base price and say um once a quarter i'm giving two spots away or i'm offering a scholarship and i would recommend that you think about boundaries around that Scholarships or free spots are amazing and I think economic justice is really really important but I think it's also important that you're not becoming resentful and that you're not feeling pressured into just giving your class away randomly to absolutely everyone right. Um, You might have a freebie for your newsletter which is a different thing um, but you deserve to be compensated and it's okay to maybe say you know I'm giving two spots away a quarter or I have this little form here that you can fill in if you need a scholarship and I'll get back to you. Um, I think those are totally, totally valid things to do. And finally, I want to say, I think what's really going to motivate you to follow through with this whole process is to make it a part of your business plan and to see it as part of your bigger picture. So I created the questioning social media class, for example, because I really it has been a beautiful experience for me to leave social media I want to talk about this with more people so I want to be part of this dialogue and I want all of us to feel that we have options that maybe sometimes um social media is right for us and sometimes maybe isn't but really that our mental health is very important as small business owners and that we get to express ourselves and share about our work in a way that really works for us so that's something I'm super passionate about and also I had an accident in December last year. I'm going to have surgery again next month. I really need to kind of take it easy this year and make sure that I have enough time and space to heal. And so recording these kinds of classes at a time where I have enough energy and it suits me is a really nice way of making a little bit of extra income. And so this is a part of my bigger picture business plan. Yeah, and it might be a part of yours as well so thank you so much for listening i really hope this has been helpful i would love to see your cast out in the world and also again a reminder about the summer retreat and the free branding workshop that comes up on june 7th so check the show notes for that and please join us if you like and you can of course also invite your friends bye